Hi there and welcome to the Accepted Authority Podcast. My name is Greg Roworth and each week on the Accepted Authority Podcast, we discuss the challenges around growing a consulting practice and specifically using the strategy of authority positioning as the best way to get your business in front of your ideal clients so that they see you as the go-to provider of the services they need to transform their situation into what they want. In today's episode, I want to talk about the three steps to systematic client acquisition. And the reason for that is that I see most consultancy firms being unsystematic about client acquisition. Most of us tend to rely on referrals, which, as I've repeatedly said, we want all the referrals we can get. There's nothing wrong with referrals as long as they're the right sort of referrals. So we'll we'll, um, address that at some point. But the reliance on referrals, or in fact the over-reliance on referrals, actually limits our potential to grow our practice and gives us really no control or very limited control in how we grow our practice because we can't scale a practice with any degree of confidence unless we can confidently know how we can acquire new clients. And we need to be able to acquire new clients consistently and predictably in order to be able to plan for growth and plan for scaling our practice. Therefore, we need to come up with a systematic approach to acquiring profitable new clients. And when I say profitable new clients, I call those clients premium clients. They're the clients that really make our practice easier to run because they're much more of a better fit with what we do, what we have to offer, and the way that they work together with us. They see us as the go-to experts. They see us as the the authority for them. So they're willing to take our advice. They're not the ones fighting against us all the time that you may have experienced. They're not the sort of people that question everything you say or question everything that you want them to do. They're the sort of clients that work with you effectively and efficiently where it's a great experience for both parties. Now, how do we create a systematic client acquisition process? And really there are three steps in that process. And the first step is to connect with your ideal target market and I want you to see that as a step and a stage in itself. Many of us, when we're looking at marketing and acquiring clients, want to go too quickly from connection to conversion. And that is definitely where we want to end up. We want to start with connection. We we need to make that initial connection with those premium level clients that will become our clients when we convert them into clients. So there's a connection process, there's a conversion process, but what many of us miss is the part in between those two endpoints. 
And that is a really critical part of the process. But let me come to that after we talk, first of all, about connection, because many of us don't actually have a process for connecting with our premium clients. We need to strategize around the best way to connect with our ideal clients. Many of us may be able to attract those clients through our online marketing uh, with content creation um, or content distribution that we put in front of our premium level clients. And ideally, they read that material or watch the material or listen, depending on the format. And we want them to take an action to connect with us. Now, that's all very well if you have the resources to be able to achieve that. And many of us, if you're in that position, we're paying for ad online advertising particularly is um, probably the most direct route, although it's not the only route to the market. There are, there are a number of different ways that we can actually connect with our premium level clients. But the first concept I, I really want you to understand here is that when we do make connection with those premium level clients, we need to coordinate what we do with those ideal clients because it's no good just connecting with them and leaving them up in the air. And that's what happens so often when we have a, a website that people go to but don't actually capture their information. We don't capture their details. So the process of connection is really about understanding, first of all, who it is we want to connect with and providing them an incentive to connect with us. Now, as I've said, we can do that with, with content creation content-based marketing, inbound attraction marketing processes, which is, is great. And I thoroughly recommend that those processes are undertaken at the right time in your business development. And the challenge with that is what is the right time? And I've seen a lot of people get burnt by jumping into that process too quickly. And it can be very expensive, particularly when there are no sales on the end of it to back up the investment in the advertising. Therefore, what I'm going to recommend is that before you invest any money in advertising, whether it's online through Facebook ads or SEO, uh, even website re redevelopment, even uh, LinkedIn advertising, Whatever it is, we do not want to spend money on advertising unless we know there's a high degree of predictability about our conversion process. So we'll come to that process. But the first thing I want to recommend is that we, we start with outbound marketing. So we don't want to invest a whole lot of time and resources when we're not sure that the market 
will even really want what we have to offer. And this is the difference, I think, between acquiring clients through referrals and acquiring clients through our own marketing. Because with referrals, the clients come to us with a pretty good idea of what we have to offer. They've been referred to us by somebody else. There's a a part of the buyer's journey that they go through that before they come to us, they've educated themselves around what it is that we can do for them. They maybe have been told by the person that refers them or they've found that information out by their own research. They come to us pretty well educated around what we have to offer. With with the marketing-generated leads, that's not often the case. Um, They do not come with the education. They come with a brief introduction. If it's an ad, for example, that we are spending money on to get those clients to connect with us, whether that is by booking a, a call with us or by downloading some free information that we might provide them, that process is to an uneducated market, an unaware market. The people who respond to that advertising don't really have a clue who we are. And that's why we need the second stage in the process that I'm going to come to. So what I'm going to recommend with the connect stage with outbound marketing is that, first of all, we need to identify a list of potential clients. And this is where many of us come unstuck and and we don't really know where to start the process of outbound marketing because where do we get this list? Where Where do we actually start to work with um, making connections other than perhaps going to networking meetings where hopefully our ideal clients are turning up or at least people who know those ideal clients or have a relationship with our premium level clients are going to be that we can meet and introduce ourselves. Now, that networking concept is not a bad way to think about outbound marketing because really what we want to do is show up in places that our premium level clients are hanging out. We want to find out where they hang out and then make a connection. We, first of all, need to get their details. We need to get their their name, their email address, their phone number, uh, or some other way of connecting with them. There And there are a number of ways of doing that. And one of the first ways that I recommend that we do that as consultants, particularly when we're consulting in the B2B space, is to utilise LinkedIn because most of your clients will have a presence on LinkedIn and all of their details are searchable you will be able to find those premium clients through LinkedIn searches or through searches of LinkedIn groups where your premium level clients would be hanging out, um, through events that your premium clients may be attending, uh, or just some um, 
organic searching of LinkedIn, whether you're using the native LinkedIn platform or Sales Navigator, which gives you much more criteria to be able to search and, and gives you much greater power in that process. But once you have a list of people that are your premium clients, then you can reach out to them and connect with them. And like in a networking situation, when we reach out and connect to them, we need to show them that there's some value in connecting with us. There's a reason why they should do that. People don't connect with strangers or or maybe on LinkedIn they, they do to some extent. But ideally, we want to give them some reason for connecting with us that shows that there's some value in establishing that relationship. So let's move on to the second phase of this process. So the the link between the connect and the convert stage. We need to, in that middle process, challenge. We need to challenge the thinking of our premium level clients that we've connected with. And this is the critical part. And I think the part that a lot of a lot of us miss, and if you've been educated about this at all, and maybe you're, you're applying some of these principles already and you're providing clients with educational content after you connect with them, a lot of what you'll hear is that you need to nurture those clients, your potential clients. You need to be nurturing them with educational content. But in my experience, nurturing the relationship is it's all well and good, but it doesn't particularly lead to conversion. It, nurturing a relationship maybe gives you prominence in the minds of clients, which gives you a head start if they ever need your services. But I've found there's a better way to move your clients from connect to convert, and that is by challenging their thinking. And using educational content, not for nurturing purposes, not for just informational purposes, but to challenge their beliefs about where they are and how things could be for them. Because most most potential clients that you have right now are totally unaware that their circumstances could be changed quite quickly. Most are in a level of comfort where things are not bad enough to initiate change. And I think this is the critical thinking that you need to adopt. The people that are out looking for your services are at a stage of discomfort where they want to make the change. They've already been motivated to look for a solution to their problem and are ready to make a change. And ideally, we can pick up those clients through this process as well, and a, a lot more effectively than you may normally do that. But they're the clients that you're getting now, the ones that are motivated for change and the ones that already are in a level of discomfort. But in my experience, the biggest potential market for you is with the clients that are at a level of comfort. And when I say that they're at a level of comfort, it 
doesn't mean that they everything's rosy. They are totally happy with their situation. What I'm saying is that their level of discomfort has not risen to the point where they're willing or ready or motivated to take action. They're sitting with their discomfort, but it's not bad enough. It's not drastic enough for them to say something's got to be done. That's where we need to challenge their beliefs because when we can challenge that belief and show them that really sitting with that level of medium comfort is totally inadequate or really they're they're leaving money on the table, they're missing opportunities, it's costing them more than they realise to stay in that state of inertia, to stay in that position of a modicum of comfort. When we can challenge that belief and show them that they are actually much better off to make the transformation, then we can get them towards conversion. And our process here is really about getting to conversion. So instead of nurturing, I want to recommend that you challenge those clients so that they enter your conversion event. And that is the stage where you need to have another systematic approach to taking the client from that belief now that they're they're willing to entertain the possibility that undergoing transformation will be the best step for them. And in our conversion process, we need to have a step-by-step approach to leading that client from willingness to commitment. And that is really the, the challenge with our sales process, our conversion process, that again, many of us, because perhaps we're used to the referral process where we have incoming clients wanting us to help them, we now have clients that are willing to be helped, but not sure about the process or not sure about whether it's right for them. That's where our conversion process needs to fill that gap. So systemizing that approach, knowing Again, building on that chain of beliefs that we've challenged within our uh, the middle phase to get them to be willing to enter that conversion event, to systematically then take them from that belief of this could be a good move for us, we're not sure, to this is something we actually should do. That is a process to construct and systemize within your sales um, me- mechanism or your sales process that you, when you are in front of your potential clients to make sure that they see your process, your delivery process, the services that you have to offer as being the right move for them, the, the exact need that they need to take up and move towards and be willing to invest in, be willing to invest the time and the money. When you can get that whole process systemized from beginning to end to connect, challenge, convert, then you'll have a systematic sales acquisition process that you can then use as a platform to scale your consulting practice. If you'd like to learn more about how to build that systematic approach into your business, then reach out to me at businessfightpath.com or through LinkedIn or Facebook, um, direct message me on either of those platforms. 
and arranged to have a conversation with me about whether the process that we offer in helping you to build that systematic client acquisition system into your business is a, a right move for you. Um, no obligation about the conversation. We can have a discussion about your situation and see if you're in a position of mod medium comfort where maybe things aren't bad enough to, that you're desperately uh, looking to change. But perhaps I have, can challenge you in this situation to think, well, things could be much better off for us if we actually had a better system of client acquisition. So if that's you, reach out and let's have a, a discussion about uh, whether our program is a good fit for you. Hopefully today I've challenged your thinking so that you can see that putting in that middle step and even systemizing the connection process, systemizing the challenging process, systemizing the conversion process in your business will lead you to a much more successful, scalable business consulting practice. That's it from me today. This, is, this has been the Accepted Authority Podcast. I'm Greg Roworth. Catch you all again next week.